It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Crash and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerds? Nerds! I work with a bunch of nerds. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network and the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. I'm Radio Matt. I'm the station manager for LTN Radio. I'm a third generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd. Also, I can't be trusted with secrets. <laughs> and I'm Mo, the shorter yet louder, and some might even say smarter counterpart of the Back Row. I'm a wife, mom, super fan of all things friends, and my back really hurts currently. So to understand both of those <laughs> things, you're going to need to go watch our highlight video on YouTube. <laughs> Uh, probably Thursday or Friday, whenever yes. it comes out, uh, to see what Twitch saw as we recorded our, our uh, game for today. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was a brilliant <laughs> moment in time. It really was. <laughs> today on the show, some real main character energy. We've also got a game, Tales of Florida Man, Five Random Facts, Things We Love, and more. But first, today is Wednesday, Je- June, January. Uh, not, not, not January. <laughs> June 2nd, 2021. we got some holidays to celebrate. Yes, it is. Global Running Day. No, thank you. I'm not going to run across the globe. Formerly known as National Running Day. But now everybody wants to uh-huh. run. Now it's global. And run so far away. I'm pretty upset that this holiday is on June 2nd. Like, I feel like it should be, you know, maybe in March, even October. Uh, National Leave the Office Early Day. You know, there's a whole group of people who miss out on actually being able to participate in this holiday because their office is on summer break already. Uh, uh-huh. So this is like, can't leave the it's school. It's discriminatory early. of some sort. Well, I also feel like you do. T- if you work in school, you do leave earlier than most people who work a nine to five. Yeah. Cause we're there at seven o'clock in the morning. That's that's, that's irrelevant. Seven to three. <laughs> Equates to nine to five. We're working the same amount of hours. Okay, fine. <laughs> fine. You yeah. have a point, Thank Mo. Uh huh. For once. Yeah. <laughs> and we only get thirty minutes. But hold breaks. on, you get all of summer off. <laughs> You're complaining that you don't get to take a early you're day right. you're when right. you're not going you're to right. work at all. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you just got me angry. <laughs> Move along. You are correct. All right. It is game time. We're going to play a game. Uh, I, I began my new quest today to uh, become Maddie Two Belts. As I am currently the two words podcast champion, but Mo, uh, very rudely, won back the undisputed back row championship title belt a month ago before I could get back the two words one. So I have still yet to hold both titles at the same time. (laughs) Today we're going to play Do You Know Me? Mo and I will answer 10 questions about ourselves, and the other person will try to guess their answers. Mo has already already answered. Her 10 questions, so I am going to try and get the right answers. 
Oh, these are about me. No. Oh, you put my name in first. <laughs> no, did I? Yeah. Oh. So it's asking okay, me with so your just, name. You <laughs> handed me the phone and I just answered. I got you. You're, it's my bad. I'm sorry. All right. I didn't know it was going to do this, so I'm sorry. Uh, has Mo ever failed a class? Shoot. Uh, yes. <laughs> was that a yeah? Gave me a check mark, so I'm assuming that's right. You failed yeah. a class? What'd you fail? Listen. <laughs> Listen. That might be why I get onto my kids so hard, because I scraped by. <laughs> be better than me. By please. the skin of my teeth. If I we had can't to help take, our kids be better than us, yeah. what are we doing? Listen, I had to take a night course at the community college in order to be able to graduate. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it was the only course that was available was welding. <laughs> yeah. All so. right. Does Mo drink coffee every day? I feel like there was a time that you did, but I don't know if you do now. Uh, I'm going to say yes. Check mark. Yeah. And you drink coffee every day. Didn't you stop for a while? No. You never stopped drinking <laughs> no. coffee every day? <laughs> no. I thought you like moved to tea or something for a while. Well, in the summertime, I drink tea, like hot tea, more than I drink more? coffee, okay. but okay. I still drink coffee. Okay. Okay. Has Mo ever been in a fist fight? Who? I feel like you'd be the person that would be in a fist fight at some point. I'm going to say yes. You been in a fist fight? <laughs> <laughs> Only with my little brother. <laughs> but when you I like, was... were actually punching and stuff? Heck yeah. Wow. I was eight months pregnant with Topher, <laughs> and he said that he wanted my baby to die. Oh so my gosh. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. What is wrong with your family? <laughs> That's no. the most messed up thing I've ever heard someone say. <laughs> Okay, so he was 13 at the time, maybe 14. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, he said, I hope your baby dies. Holy cow. And I took off running after my brother and jumped on his back and beat the snot out of him with my mom standing in the doorway watching. Saying, this is deserved. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Finally, she said, all right, Meg, that's enough. And I stopped. All right, you made your point. Yeah. He's, he's dead now. That's all right. <laughs> you he can, can get bar- off him. He can barely breathe. <laughs> Holy cow. All right. Yeah. Has Mo ever cheated on a test? I'm definitely. Right? Yeah. Of course. Of course yeah. you have. You were a hooligan. <laughs> I barely passed my classes. <laughs> of course I cheated. Can Mo. Hey, Silver. Welcome. Thanks for that lurk. Uh, we're, we're doing this game on Twitch, everybody listening. Uh, can Mo count to 10 in Spanish? Uh, yeah. I mean, everybody can, right? Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete. But ocho, maybe nueve, not yes. everybody can. Maybe it's just Once that we're dos, living, seis, that we live, live near to, live near Mexico. Maybe that's why. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's more French if you're up toward the northern border than Spanish. Because Can- 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 Canada. Canada? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, all right. <laughs> 15, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can Mo say hello in four languages? Ooh, pretty sure you can do three. I'm going to say yeah. All right. Hey, I'm doing great. Hello. Uh, has Mo Hola. ever used a fake Ciao. ID? Yes. Bonjour. Oh, you've never used a fake ID. No, I've never okay, used a fake ID. Okay, you weren't ID. that bad then. I didn't have to. Has I Mo ever smiled. shoplifted? <laughs> yes. 
Yes, she has. <laughs> What'd you shoplift? What's the most expensive thing you ever shoplift? Ooh, the most expensive? No. <laughs> I... No, I won't be saying that. <laughs> Statue of limitations haven't run out yet. I oh, they've... they've... <laughs> I'm kidding. We're at 18 years, so yeah, it's run out, right? Right? I don't know. I think it depends on the value. <laughs> Well, I never... Was it Grand Larson emo? No. All right, then you're fine. No. <laughs> never never that much. But I did tell the story about my bag going off as I was walking out of Target, right? And the guy I'm was like, pretty sure, yeah. you got your cell phone in there? And I was like, uh-huh, yeah. Absolutely. And yes. he's like, it's okay. He yeah, it happens all the time. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hundreds of dollars of clothes in my purse, and I'm just like, I'm okay. going to go cry in the bathroom and probably change my pants into some of these clothes I'm stealing. Exactly. Uh, does yeah. Mo like country music? Do you like country music? I'm going to say no. Oh, you do like country music. No, I don't. Well, you said yes. Oh, no, I got it right. I got it right. I'm sorry. The colors are confusing me. I got that right. Okay. Last one. Can Mo play any instruments? Oh, well, I know you can play Amazing Grace on the piano. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. No. No. So you don't count that? No. <laughs> can you not do it anymore? <laughs> no, I can still play Amazing Grace. That, but, but you just can't like play the piano. Yeah. I mean, if somebody were to say, can anybody play the piano? I'm not going to be like, I can play Amazing Grace. <laughs> Anybody want to sing that? Here in this bar, <laughs> in this karaoke bar, <laughs> Toffee Mo is the main character of GTA 6. <laughs> I used to play the violin, but yeah, I can't. I you can't do it I anymore. Can't. I play the xylophone. It was awful, and you had to play it for a year before you could play a drum instrument. And so the next year, I got to play the bass drum, which is really just one giant drum, and you have a mallet. And instead of Ooh. playing as a band, our band leader just went around to everybody individually and had us play the song. And it rarely made it to me before band time was over. So I played the drum by sitting by the drum. That's fair. Yeah, that's it. I, that is the one instrument that I've always wanted to learn how to play. The drums. <laughs> I think it is the coolest thing when females can play the drums. Yeah. I, I, I like skillet. I don't know which female it is that plays in skillet but she's awesome yeah i think it's amazing all right i'm gonna answer a second quiz at here <laughs> uh yep 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 topher said that he also used to play the violin but he quit because it sounded like a cat clawing on a cheese grater <laughs> that it did son that it did <laughs> i love you enough to tell you that Okay. Uh, once this ad's over, you can do my questions. All right. All right, let's go. Respond. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Read the instructions. Has Matt ever blocked someone on social media? Yes. Uh, thousands of times. <laughs> <laughs> Is Matt allergic to anything? Oh. Yes. The life-saving drug penicillin. Oh, I'm that's right. That's right. Has Matt ever been camping? He has, but he hated it's it. It's the worst. <laughs> I absolutely hate it. I, I went a few times before we got married. Uh, 
Well, I guess in a couple first years of our marriage, too. Went a few times because my, my wife's family goes all the time. And every time I'm miserable, every time I absolutely hate every aspect of it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I stopped going. Like, you can go. You can go with the family. And, you know, we had kids. And I'm like, yeah, you can take them. Y'all can go. You can go have a weekend with them. It's fun. Well, my wife made the comment of, come on, you've never been camping with the boys. I'm like, <laughs> that's a dirty card to play. <laughs> so I went camping uh, two years ago uh, again with them. It was the first time in 10 years. And the few moments with the boys was a blast. The 98% of the rest of the thing, though, was awful. Worse than I remember it. Never, no, never happening again. <laughs> Okay, does Matt have any tattoos? Do you? Yes. Toot, two tattoos. I have two of them. Okay. Has Matt ever gotten stitches? Here we go. Now we're into the questions you don't know about. Have I? Yes. Yes. Correct, because I've had my organs pulled out. Yeah. I got my gallbladder taken out when I was uh, uh, yep. four, and then when I was, I think I told you about the story where I had like I had like a piece of fatty tissue or something wrapped around my nerves in my back, and oh, so they yeah. had to cut me open, but I was awake, and they had to use like a little shocker thing to shock the, the fatty tissue off, and the, the doctor freaking slipped and shocked my central like nervous bundle and my entire body went up like a marionette, just straight, straight. And I'm like, bah! he's all, whoops, sorry. I'm like, sorry, you just electrocuted me from the inside of my body. It happens sometimes. No big deal. You're sure to make a full recovery. Didn't leave his watch in me or anything. Probably. So I guess I'm fine. That's always my biggest fear in surgery is that they're going to end up leaving <laughs> something inside me. And forceps. <laughs> okay. Has Matt ever walked out of a movie because it was bad? I don't know. I'm generally this one. pretty forgiving of movies. You are generally pretty forgiving of movies. Also, in order to walk out of a movie. That would create some anxiety for you, mm -hmm. getting up, walking out in front of other people. However, you usually watch movies during the day on a Tuesday when there aren't other people in the theater. I'm going to say yes. Yes. Deidre and I walked out okay. of a Tom Green movie, which I can't even say the whole title of. Oh. Freddie got something. Oh, yeah. And, that's right. Uh, mm-hmm. I yeah. just I, I thought Tom Green was funny when, back then, and uh, so I convinced her. Like, Come on, this has got to be funny. It might be a little inappropriate, but it's going to be funny. It was gross. We didn't leave because she wanted to leave. We left because I could not take another second of being associated with seeing this movie. Yeah, I don't I don't <laughs> like movies. We like got that. To, we got I think twenty five minutes in, and something happened. Like, all right, we're done. Let's and go and out. We're out of here. It was yeah. the Jerry Seinfeld gif. The <laughs> is it sad that when you said Jerry Seinfeld, I initially thought Jerry Springer? I'm like, yes, what Jerry Springer so. does? Anyway. Uh, has Matt ever met a celebrity? Yes. Oh, gosh. I have. I don't remember who, but I know I have. <laughs> oh, Jordy LaForge. Uh, uh, what's his name? What's his real name? Uh huh. Reading Rainbow Guy. Uh huh. You know who I mean? Yeah. 
Man, what is his real <laughs> I name? I can't remember his name. Where's Oriole? He's not on anymore, huh? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Reading Rainbow guy. Also, Adam Baldwin. I remember his name. I met Adam Baldwin. LeVar, LeVar Burton. Burton. Thank you. God. See, I knew. I knew. Thank you, <laughs> We know yeah. who we could count on. LeVar Burton. Um, also, like, I would consider the skit guys. Mm, kind of. Mm, they're, they're pseudo-celebrities. They're, like, on par with YouTube celebrities. You know what I mean? And that's the way that we're going these days. Uh, has Matt ever given someone a fake phone number? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's a rarity, but occasionally, yeah. Yeah. Not for like dating reasons. That never happened. There's no way I was going to turn down a date from anybody. No, but Matt but does have the occasional stalker. <laughs> I do have an occasional weird person who, yeah. for some reason, is into me. It's the top. I don't know. Well, I don't Taco understand Bell it. worker. My goodness, that was weird. It's. I'm not a. I'm not an attractive person, but uh, I get I get some weirdo stalkers occasionally, and uh, it's flattering, but strange and kind it's of scary. scary. <laughs> uh, has Matt ever Googled themselves? Yes, he has all the time, twice daily. Yes. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> um, and has Matt ever sent an embarrassing SMS, an embarrassing message to the wrong person? Did you SMS text, text message me? <laughs> um, I mean, he, he did send a text message to the wrong person today. <laughs> but it wasn't embarrassing. I'm, I'm, oh. I'm going to say yes. Now, the key no. word is in the word embarrassing. I don't okay. think I've, I can't recall any time where I've ever like, oh gosh, I cannot believe I just sent that to you. That's fair. <laughs> like I've never sent a shirtless picture of myself going to my wife, but actually sent it to my mom. That's never happened. That's also, fair. I've never taken a shirtless picture of myself because again, I'm not an attractive person. But <laughs> so you got a... Uh... I only got one wrong. Yeah. You beat me by one. Good job. I Dang know you it. better than you know me. <laughs> I'm the better friend. <laughs> All right, let's take a break here. When we come back, Tales of Florida Man. Stick around. Hey, everyone. I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. So I recently turned 40 and decided I was going to take a me road trip to kind of kick off my 40th. I was going to drive all the way to Red Bank, New Jersey. Because in Red Bank, New Jersey is Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash, which is Kevin Smith's comic book shop. It's also where you see the TV show Comic Book Men filmed. And I've been a longtime fan of Kevin Smith. There just aren't that many funny, hefty, creative dudes out there. And I... I have enjoyed his work, his writing, some of his life story, his comic book stuff. It's exceptional. And you know, I just wanted to take this trip and drive up to New Jersey, go to his comic book shop, and come back home. And I decided as part of the journey, and being the nerd that I am, I was going to take that whole trip to basically be quiet. I wasn't going to talk to anybody extra for work and emergencies and things like that, I'd answer the phone, but I wasn't going to talk. 
I wasn't going to post on social media. I wasn't going to check social media feeds. I was just going to enjoy being quiet and appreciating what was going on around me. I spent some time in prayer. I listened to the Sandman audiobook from Audible with James McAvoy, and it was marvelous. And then I went to the comic book shop. I had a great time. And then I made my journey home. And it was so nice and refreshing to actually have a couple days of quiet. One of the things that I really saw in that is that there were so many things in my life that were just noise for the sake of noise and weren't good input or impact. There were things that I was contributing my voice to that weren't helping me. Ecclesiastes 5.2 says, Do not be quick with your mouth. Do not be hasty in your heart to utter anything before God. God is in heaven. You are on earth, so let your words be few. I realized that when I spent two days and some change not talking to people, I could tell where my voice was missed, where it wasn't, and I could also tell how much I had been filling the silence with useless noise when really some quiet before God made a big difference in my life. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcasts, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And today on the show, are you the main character of the story? But before we do anything else, I've got five random facts. Running facts. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so runners in Victorian times would drink champagne as an energy drink as Mm -hmm. it was believed that alcohol was a performance enhancer. Ooh, were they off. Right? (laughs) Way off. I wonder how many, like, spewed as they were running. (laughs) Yeah. Passed out right in front of the finish line. Yep, exactly. In 2009, a German runner sent set a world record by running a half marathon in one hour and 40 minutes backwards. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, the calves on that man. Uh-huh. I can't imagine it. I really can't. <laughs> the northernmost marathon is in the North Pole where runners race on frozen water. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Yep. In the 19th century, running was known as pedestrianism. (laughs) And drinking water in races of less than 10 miles was forbidden until the 1960s. That's messed up. Yep. You don't get dehydrated. You know, uh, bonus fact, it wasn't actually until the 1980s that women were allowed to run in marathons and half marathons. They were too busy making the sandwiches for the runners. <laughs> Does your arm not hurt enough from yesterday? No, it's today. <laughs> it was the game for today where that Oh, happened. was it? <laughs> Whatever. Whenever it was. Uh, it was our Twitch recording, guys. Go go watch the YouTube video on Thursday or Friday. It'll, when whenever. It'll be funny. <laughs> Gosh. What? 
Oh, gosh. All right, so there's a new select. Oh, wait, I'm skipping a whole section. It's time for Tales of America's Worst Superhero. Florida Man! Why'd you stop? Because <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to step on your toes. Oh, that's no, I would have loved it. Oh, okay. Uh, Florida Man with gun shoots at Florida Man with banana. Banana! Banana. Never bring a banana to a gunfight. <laughs> this comes from uh, New York Daily News. Uh, Florida man was jailed Tuesday after allegedly shooting at another driver who threw part of a banana at his truck. WFLA reports that the road rage incident occurred around 8 a.m. in the Tampa Bay area after an argument between Peter Sala Jr. and Robert Lewis went south on Highway 19 North. Sala Jr. reportedly tossed what appeared to be a partial banana toward Lewis, striking the side of his vehicle. Lewis responded uh, in kind by firing his handgun, shattering the passenger side window and causing a shard of glass to cut the victim's leg. I don't like the word shard. (laughs) What's wrong with shard? It sounds a little too close to something else that's inappropriate. (laughs) I always think somebody's saying something else. <laughs> shard, so. Yeah, shard you're worried glass. You shard, you shard yourself? Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lewis was locked up in the Pinellas County Jail on a bond of $12,000. Okay. I feel like that got off a bit easy. Florida man burglarizing home rushed out with truck, sword, laptop, but leaves behind his phone. Oh, guy. Oh, guy. It's from Fox News. 24-year-old Florida man with a lengthy criminal history has been arrested after he allegedly stole a truck, sword, laptop, and other items from home in St. Petersburg, but left behind his cell phone, according to reports. Damien... Did he try to call it? He tried to call it, didn't he? <laughs> Damien Grady was arrested last Tuesday charged with armed burglary, carjacking, resisting arrest, and possession of a controlled substance, methamphetamine, crack cocaine, and with intent to sell. So much. So much. Uh, the Pinellas County Sheriff's... It's also Pinellas. <laughs> County Sheriff's Office tracked him down through the phone full of photos and the videos of the suspect. The Tampa Bay Times reported Sunday that the homeowner allegedly caught Grady in his kitchen on April 20th after the remote worker noticed his laptop missing. Police reports said Grady allegedly had the victim's replica samurai sword in one hand and the victim's vehicle keys in the other hand. Grady allegedly ordered him to pick up a clothes hamper filled with stolen items from the residence and put them in the victim's truck. Grady allegedly drove away in the truck with the homeowner's belongings. Investigators allegedly found Grady's fingerprints on the sword. Mm-hmm. Poor guy. Mm-hmm. That, just, that, just go, that just goes bad. Just <clears throat> goes bad. All the time. And lastly, from NBC News, Florida man wrestles alligator to save his dog. I mean, that's just, that's a classic Florida headline right there. Sure. A Florida man walk, uh, wrestled an alligator to save his eight-month-old dog while they were out for a walk on Tuesday. Mike McCoy was walking Jake, his chocolate lab, around a pond where the dog wandered a few feet away to a bush. Suddenly, an alligator emerged from the water and attacked the dog in a matter of seconds. McCoy, pardon me. Burp came up out of nowhere. McCoy recalled (laughs) that he barely saw the gator spring out of the pond, but heard Jake crying out as the gator pulled him back into the water, he said in his phone interview with NBC News. Uh, He was in a death roll with that thing, McCoy said. 
With his dog helplessly in the water and under attack from the alligator, Mike said he jumped into the pond immediately to fight off the predator to save his dog. He said he recalled some tips he previously read on alligators and tried to put that knowledge to use. He thumbed the alligator in the eye and tried to pick it up out of the water so it could not go anywhere until the dog was freed from its jaw. But as McCoy tried to fight the gator, he too was bit on both of his hands. Had I not remembered what I read about the alligators, I wouldn't have been able to respond as quickly to help Jake. It was only because I knew what I did that I felt confident to fight the gator off. Fortunately, a teacher at a school overlooking the pond was watching the incident from a window and was able to alert the school nurse, who helped bandage McCoy's injuries after the incident. The school's resource officer, uh, who was on duty at the time of the attack, called local police to report the incident. Police said McCoy was well enough to drive himself and the dog to receive further medical care. I mean, could have just been bloody stumps with no hands anymore. Could have been. I just like how he's all like, had I not remembered what I learned, I wouldn't have had the confidence to fight off the gator. <laughs> this is a, this As is I an got ad bit for, twice. This is an ad for, for, <laughs> for gator rescue classes. <laughs> <laughs> if his hands got bitten off, he could have been the first guy to literally throw hands. In a fight. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta get these hands, Gator. Not like that. (laughs) Let go. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Am I gonna pet my dog? (sighs) Oh man. Okay. Main topic time. Let's go. There's a new slang term around the old TikToks right now called main character energy. The old ticky-tocky. Uh, <laughs> the, the definition for this term is romanticizing your own life and embracing the spotlight to the point where you can imagine you are the person that everyone else's storyline revolves around. can be used sincerely or ironically. Example, I'm not worried about whether my crush likes someone else or my friends forget to invite me to places. I'm only here for people who recognize my main character energy. What do you think about that? You first thoughts. You ain't the main character. That's my first thought. I did this Max Lucado Bible study way back in the day that was called It's Not About Me. They should do it. Yeah. Now, 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 now. Nuh-uh. Hold on. Nah. I think you might be jumping ahead of yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because I do think it actually can be a good thing or a bad thing, depending on how you use it. Sure. So in this next segment, we are going to talk about uh, how having main character energy could be uh, a good thing for you in your life, spiritual life, everything. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll continue on. Stick around. This week in Nerd History, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Nerd History. In what would be one of Jim Carrey's earliest forays into dramatic acting, The Truman Show released in theaters on June 5th, 1998, and focused around an insurance salesman named Truman Burbank, who slowly discovers that his entire life is actually a reality TV show, and everyone he knows and loves are just actors. The story showcases a massive indoor facility so large it can house an entire metropolitan town surrounded by the ocean and even mimics sunlight and weather conditions to a believable degree, all orchestrated by the wild imagination of the 
ruthlessly manipulative television producer, Kristoff, the all-powerful TV god of the extreme 24-7 reality show that started at Truman's birth. Jim Carrey actually took a pay cut to stretch his drama chops, accepting a deal for $12 million when his standard paycheck was closer to $20 million. Director Peter Ware almost chose to play the role of Kristoff himself to make the movie more meta, and even had early plans to outfit all theaters showing the movie with cameras that would cut to the theater audiences halfway through the movie to make them a part of the story as well, however briefly. And while Truman's suspicions turned out to be right, there is an actual psychiatric condition where at least 18 people are documented to be convinced they are trapped living in a reality show about them. This mental condition is called the Truman Show Delusion. I'm Radio Matt. See you next time for more Nerdy Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Rania Matt. And I'm Mo. And today we're talking about living with main character energy. Let's get right back to it. So I have an article here uh, from studybreaks.com. And this is, this is, ooh, ah, uh, email. Sorry. <laughs> this is uh, why you should live with main character energy. Uh, now, this, uh, this phrase actually has been around for uh, almost a year. It's not like super new, but it is a relatively new term in the course of the world. Uh, <laughs> but main character energy is, is used to positively describe someone, uh, basically yourself. Uh, main characters are enigmatic, interesting, maybe trouble befalls them, but they're clever and figure out solutions. Main characters are rebellious or one of a kind or cool. Main characters are heroes and role models. Uh, often accompanying uh, the phrase online is a popular TikTok sound created by Danielle Carolan. Uh, that says you have to start romanticizing your life. You have to start thinking of yourself as the main character, because if you don't, your life will continue to pass you by and all the little things that make it so beautiful will continue to go unnoticed. So take a second and look around and realize that it's a blessing for you to be here right now. <clears throat> so. Uh, while it originated as a meme, the idea of thinking your, of yourself as a primary character and romanticizing your own life actually has cognitive benefits. Uh, so we'll, we might read a little bit more in a, in a minute, but in that segment, we kind of the last segment, we we kind of gave you the the overview definition of what it means, and and initially you had the same reaction that I did, mm -hmm. which is that's very self centered. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a very selfish, self centered idea. But uh, uh, reading this article in its entirety and really starting to think about it, I can see how this could go uh, one of two ways. The idea is about romanticizing the present as opposed to romanticizing the past. Mm -hmm. The what if. Right. Uh, and so it can easily sway in a negative direction. Uh, you could be self-focused focused at the expense of others. Uh, you could become like selfish that you know my happiness is all that matters because i'm the main character mm -hmm. uh you could be living in denial by you know building kind of a fantasy idea of what life is around you and ignoring issues that you actually have but i think if viewed correctly viewed from the eyes of like god's plan for your life this kind of mindset could be beneficial because it's not good to live in the past. We've, we learned that in CR. Mm -hmm. We don't live in the past or focus too heavily on the future. We are supposed to live in the present. 
and so romanticizing the past is escapism. It's denial in itself. The mm-hmm. what ifs, like you said, you want to play a game of three wishes of, oh, I wish I didn't do this. I wish this was better. You know, I wish I'd done this differently. Yeah. And uh, everything would be great in my life right now. And you don't know that. <laughs> right. You could have solved one problem and caused another, you know, later on. There's there's no way to tell living in the past isn't going to help with that. Uh, it's also not good to beat yourself up and think that you aren't worth anything uh, because uh, you are. And so if you're in a situation where you're constantly uh, belittling yourself, then maybe trying to think with main character energy and kind of build yourself up would be helpful. Mm-hmm. Not in a selfish way, but in a reality way. You know, list all the things that you're good at. List the things that people like about you. Think about the things that your friends have told you about why they want to be your friend. And honestly attribute those things to yourself. Yeah. Like if your friends say you're funny and you don't think you're funny, well, you don't get to have that opinion. (laughs) Other people judge you for that thing. You can't just say I'm not funny. Other people say you're funny or you're not. (laughs) That's fair. So apply that to yourself. It's okay. Um, And this also gives you a chance to inventory uh, yourself uh, and do it in a balanced way. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we we tend to be negative about ourselves when it comes to thinking about the past or even thinking about how we react in the present. And when we overbear ourselves with all the things we do wrong and neglect the things we do right, the things that are good about us, the things that we know we've done right or believed right, then uh, we start to think we're no good. Mm -hmm. We start to think that we're worthless. Uh, What do you think? Like in in that aspect. You're, yes. (laughs) That is, everything that you have said is true and accurate. My thing is, I think so many people, um, it's almost like a whole different culture shift in kind of what we grew up with and how we grew up to what kids are growing up with now and how the type of mentality and mindset that they have now because we were very um almost like self-deprecating and negative and just in a natural way yeah you know just our generation kind of saw the bad you know Yeah. yeah whereas the generation of teenagers now it's they are very self-confident just naturally. I don't know how, I don't know why it's their culture. It's what they're being influenced by. And you know, the things that they're hearing on a regular basis, they are just already for the most part, confident beings. And then to have this mentality of me, you know, I think that that just kind of feeds more into their self-centeredness. It could be a good thing. I think for our generation, we should implement it. <laughs> it could be good for us, but I also see a negative side for the generation of kids that are growing up now. Yeah. 
Uh, let's let's go back to this article and and see what it says. So this again is from studybreaks.com. It says the Cambridge Dictionary defines romanticize as to talk about something in a way that makes it sound better than it really is, or the belief that something is better than it really is. Romanticizing is the act of idealizing someone or something. It's easy for us to idealize somebody else's life when social media only shows the good parts of it. We see the beach pictures and we wish that we looked like them. We see the pictures with friends in their dorm room and wish that we had friends in a group like them. Or that we see cool outfit of the day post, wish they had their aesthetic. When we're not shown the negative, we're led to believe that the negative is non-existent. And we may even put this somebody else on a pedestal for the things that they have that we want. Mm -hmm. And so the question then becomes, so why should I romanticize my own life? And their answer is the adverse effects of social media are worth mentioning due to their role in the toxic side of romanticizing other people's lives. There's a fine line. Romanticizing someone else's life can go too far and lead to feelings of mediocrity or even jealousy. Self-romanticizing, on the other hand, is, uh, is a positive thing. You live your life to the fullest. You appreciate the little things. You start to believe that you are at least a few of those treasured adjectives. Clever, enigmatic, interesting, cool. Uh, when you think of yourself as a main character, you think of your experiences as the plot of a story. And sure, you face obstacles, but crying over the breakup is just a, the focus of chapter eight, and you'll be over it by the end of chapter nine. Thinking of your life as though it's a novel may sound trivializing, uh, but it can be comforting to remember that some problems are much smaller in the grand scheme of your life, even if they feel big at that time. Moreover, when you reflect on the previous chapters of your life story, you'll find it encouraging to see all that you've overcome. And you're a rounded out character. So you're constantly learning and evolving, which is pretty great too. Romanticizing your own life means appreciating the details. We watch day in the life vlogs. And when the YouTuber does something as mundane as going through the drive through to get an iced coffee, we can't help but think, wow, look at them. They're so aesthetic. Except it isn't as exciting when we do the same thing. Perhaps it's because we don't have the lo-fi music in the background or the cute montage of the coffee after as dumb as that may be. This sort of vlogger mindset is present in many of the TikToks using the original sound, short scenes of life with a side of aesthetic music. When we don't need to have uh, while we don't need to have editing skills to romanticize life, it's the mentality of the vlogger or the montage TikToker that is so desired. This sort of documentation of what is seemingly ordinary focuses on the details we overlook. Being able to drive a car to buy a coffee is a blessing on top of a blessing. Maybe it isn't so much thinking of your life as better than it actually is, and it is appreciating your life for what it is and the many privileges you have, no matter how small. Fine. <laughs> well, I like that. No, I like I that idea, and I like being kind of taken out of my original reaction mm -hmm. to see, oh, okay. Yeah. I see where we're going here. I also like... Uh, uh, <laughs> I tend to think anything that comes out of TikToker culture is bad. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so I like to be proven wrong occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> it gives me a little bit more hope in the world. Mm -hmm. uh, so th this uh, article goes on with ideas on how to romanticize your own life. Uh, take photos or videos of things that you want to remember. Acquire a vlogger mentality. Document the beauty in your everyday life. Capture funny moments with friends or even take a mirror selfie when you're proud of a certain outfit. 
It's important to reflect on history, and it's nice to reminisce about good memories. Be careful not to overindulge in the past, though. It's easy to romanticize the past, especially when the present isn't so great, which can become a form of escapism, which we already talked about. Mm -hmm. The goal of romanticizing is, is to appreciate the present, and as cliche as it sounds, live in the moment, not evade it entirely, even when it gets tough. Make playlists. What coming-of-age film is complete without its bomb music? <laughs> Build a soundtrack to your life on Spotify to make you feel as dramatic as a music video, even if you're just driving to the grocery store or walking to class. Uh, can I say, this is probably one of the key things in my life that that helps me be in a positive mindset. Music? Like going to... Like going to Walmart or whatever, and I'm grocery shopping, and I have my earbuds in, and yeah. I'm just jamming to LTN radio. I'm like, this is, yeah. Yeah. This is life. And I, I don't even, I get comfortable enough. You know me. I'm not a comfortable person in public. There, I can count on one hand the <laughs> amount of times I've done something like... Outside the box. Outside the box. Yeah. Happened at CR once. Happened at a wedding reception one time. A couple times in junior high school and high school. Like, I don't, I it don't, happened at a game night. Feel comfortable. That I was That's not right. One game night. Yeah, I remember that. Therefore, um, but like, if I'm at Walmart, I will feel good enough that I will like kind of be dancing in the aisles. Yeah. Not like a full fledged, you know, crazy high school musical type thing, but you know, I'm, I'm comfortable like moving. Yeah. I'm comfortable smiling or even kind of singing Bopping while I'm head. there, being an annoying person, yeah. <laughs> listening to music, uh, because it makes me feel better. Yeah. You know, it, it, having that kind of soundtrack to your life idea is uh, brilliant for, I mean, I don't think it works the same for everybody, but I think a lot of people really can just get uplifted by music. Yeah. And we tend to, I think as we grow older, I think we tend to feel like we don't have enough time to just sit and listen to music yeah. or to put music in. I think it's gotten easier with phones and apps and earbuds and things of this nature lately because it's become more of a travel thing. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's important. Music is important. And then I really do think it can bolster your spirits, even sad music. And we've talked about that. Oh, yeah. Sad absolutely. music can make you feel better, even if it's just kind of compounding sadness. If you're sad and you listen to sad music, it still makes you feel better. It does. It might not put a smile on your face. At well, the moment, and it gives but... you a sense of someone understands. Right. You realize you're not the only one mm -hmm. that has felt like this, mm -hmm. that has been fueling the music industry for years. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh, another way to romanticize yourself, wear what you want. You're the main character. You might as well dress like one. Part of thinking of yourself as a protagonist is boosting your confidence. People are called main characters because of their iconic, uh, yeah, because of their iconic style or vice versa. The actual main characters are praised for their style. Appearing the way you want and the way you are the most comfortable is a definable self-esteem boost. Uh, and then make the most out of the little things to see your life through the rose colored glasses. You have to put them on to notice the things that you take for granted. And those glasses look great on you, by the way. <laughs> uh, the most important part of the idea of romanticizing your life is appreciating what you have. You only have one life and maybe it is the ideal love yours. So that's the whole article there. Uh, this is by Sarah who 
Good now. Good, do, good now. Yeah. Okay. Good now. Good now. Sarah. Good now from studybreaks.com. It's a good article if you want to go peruse it yourself. Yeah. Uh, there's a little bit we didn't read, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you really think about the idea of the main character, it's not so much that you're the center of the universe. You're not thinking you're the center of everybody's story in reality, but you are thinking about who you would want to be if you were the protagonist of a movie, a book, a video game, whatever. Mm -hmm. Most of the time in these situations, the main character of a story is trying to be better, trying to help others, trying to grow, trying to change for the better. Yeah. So if you're going to think in the main character mindset, then you have to want to work to be your best Mm -hmm. to live a life worth telling a story about. Yeah. Yeah. mm -hmm. Sure. I can, I can get behind it. I can, (laughs) I can take a couple steps back and say that I was wrong. I do still think that there, it, it is going to be a fine fine line. line. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. That, that is when you kind of slip into what I am, am deeming main antagonist energy Mm -hmm. where you become the self-centered mean girl, bully, whatever you want in the Mm -hmm. story. Uh, who really is only in it for themselves. That's not the main character anymore. So what you think you're doing, you're not doing it. You're doing the opposite. You're right. doing the bad guy role. Mm-hmm. You're doing the role that everybody cannot wait to see get punched in the face mm. <laughs> by the main character. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> but yeah, uh, just as an outside, and I, I touched on this a bit already, but just as an outside, I, I, I do, I do tend to be quick to judge these kind of things, these ideas, and. And uh, Gen Z anything. Yeah. <laughs> and so this this really did, like, as soon as I read that description, I'm like, oh, gosh. I, Here we I go. hate Gen Z so much. <laughs> but this really made me take a step back and like, okay, you know what? Maybe hope is not lost for this next generation. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Because this really isn't self-centered as much as it is, like, Trying to help you. Now, of course, I would encourage, and both of us would encourage, you to definitely put God in the mix when it comes to how you're addressing your life. God should be the the main thing. You should be viewing yourself through God's eyes. And that's the whole, that's really what the whole thing could be boiled down to. All of that that we just told you to do is how God sees you. Yeah. Uh, For each of us, we are the main character in what God is watching. He wants the best for all of us individually. And part of that is being happy. He wants us happy. Uh, Maybe not happy in the ways that we We expect. Yeah. Yeah. Or or desire. Mm -hmm. But if we're willing to trust God with all these aspects of our life, we'll find that that joy. Mm -hmm. We'll find that happiness. Yeah. I think the only thing about the article that I really have to disagree with, um, and I'm not going to go into a whole lot of detail about it. We can cover that in a different topic another day. Um, but it was just down at the end where she said, you know, wear what you want. And while, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that can go too far. Yeah. It can, <laughs> it can go very much too far. Um, especially with a lot of the style that, is trendy today, you right, know, right. um, that is a little tiptoeing on, on the side of danger to me. But again, 
Yeah, I, I read it more of a just like be be confident in yeah. how you look kind yeah. of thing. Not necessarily, you know, you know. Yeah. Hike up that midriff, you know, uh-huh. or anything like that. It just Yeah. <laughs> but being a mom of two teenagers and a preteen, I see it. No, you wear what I want. Way differently. You don't wear what yeah. you want. You wear what I want. And even having to explain to, you know, my <laughs> oldest who likes to wear athletic clothes, joggers and dry fit t-shirts all the time, I have to explain to him, you know, you are going to be judged one day off of your appearance. You go in for a job interview and you walk in wearing this, you're probably not going to get the job. Even if you are incredibly qualified, mm-hmm. that first appearance matters, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's just one aspect of it. <laughs> also guys, uh, uh, undershirt tank tops are not shirts. Don't, don't wear them. Yeah, as shirts in public, true. please. Yeah. It's happening far too much. We had a guy come to Easter service in a white like undershirt, undershirt tank, tank top. Tank top. I don't want to call what the yeah, typical the name term. is, but <laughs> and I had to warn our our, our keyboard player uh, uh, Janet, John's mom. I'm like, hey, someone's gonna walk in here, and I just need you to be prepared for it, so you don't panic. <laughs> and she's like, oh, oh, okay, all right, I can accept it. He's here. That's what's most important. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, but (laughs) even if you're not into church, even if you only go to church on Easter and Christmas, like what part of this do you think, eh, Mm. I'm not going to put on a button up or even a (laughs) t-shirt. This is good. I mean, I I guess, you know, the Bible says come as you are. It does not say stay as you are. That's, that's the big that's the big point that people tend to miss, though. So, you know. I'm saying this guy needed to romanticize his life a little bit. You know? <laughs> he needed to be living his best life, and it was not wearing the white tank top. Live your best life right now, please. Right. Please go home, live your best life, and come and back. And then come back. <laughs> we don't approve of, of Joel Austin's book, I promise you. <coughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, before we go from this oh, segment, yes. it's time for a bad joke. I feel like we've done bad jokes all week long. We don't need <laughs> we don't need one today. Yeah. Uh, what do you what what kind of dogs love car racing? I don't know what kind. Lap dogs. <laughs> uh, okay, that was it. That was the joke. It was good, right? Hilarious. <laughs> we're going to take one more break. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we're going to share something that we love. More Backroom Morning Show to come. Stick around. What's up, nerd? You digging this podcast? Well, the audio enjoyment doesn't end there. Visit LTNOnAir.com and make LTN Radio your new go-to for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, as well as our exclusive LTN shows and podcasts, some of which air on the station before they're available anywhere else. Visit LTNOnAir.com to listen now and find the link to our app. Now back to the show. back to the Backroom Morning Show as things are winding down for the day. But first, we're going to share some things that we love this week. Let's go. A field day. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. 
Listen, y'all, though, I, I, I'm I, about to throw my friend under the bus here. I'm about to throw hands. Because Matt had no idea what field day was. Okay, I didn't know what it was, but I've had one before. I just I don't remember them calling it field day. Okay. Uh, when I was a kid in sixth grade at St. Helena's Catholic School, uh, they we spent the day outside playing games and then like in the afternoon a fire truck came uh-huh and shot us the entire the entire truck full of water up yeah. into the air around this giant field we're all running and buddy and whatnot mm-hmm. it was a blast yeah so that, i do remember that that is in fact field day yeah yeah i think the name originated because you go outside to right. play the games yeah. Yeah. so field day but i have to tell you when i posted it I like I went back. I thought that you were telling me I had spelled field wrong. What is field day? And so I'm looking at it and I'm like, <laughs> you thought I was being a smart Alec. Well, and <laughs> I had written these little signs for the little packages for all 24 students. <laughs> you thought you spelled it and wrong. And I thought on all I spelled it wrong on all of them. And I'm like, no, no. Are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me? What is field day? And I'm like, oh, seriously? So I'm Googling What's it and I'm like, day? I know. I was like, I know that I spelled this right. I know I spelled this right. Oh, but I thought for sure you got me. You, uh, Yeah. But we did funny. a virtual field day with our kindergartners. And so we played minute to minute games. That's cool. With them. You, you kind of shamed me on the post. I'm sorry. Right away. Like, what's field day? And your response was. Do you seriously not know what field day is? I no, you, I that's not what I said. It. I know you didn't write it in the tone. but I said, are you serious? That's what I said. Are you serious? Question mark. Because I'm like, wait a minute. No, I, I spelled it right. What is he talking about right now? Are you, what, are you serious? <laughs> anyway, I felt, I felt belittled. Well. <laughs> Guess you're so stupid. You don't know what the field day is. <laughs> Here's my thing. Uh, thing I love this week is 21 Pilots' new album, Scaled and Icy. It's glorious. I might like it better than Jumpsuit, and I love Jumpsuit. Uh, so if you haven't heard this album, it's got a real... You know, we listened to uh, Hyperfenton, that, that 2020 yes. EP that he did, yes. and it's had that kind of 80s feel. Mm-hmm. This kind of has like an oldies-type feel to it yeah. in many of the songs. It's re- It's really nice. I like it. Interesting. I think y'all like it too. Go check it out. Scaled and icy. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> uh, let's end with our verse for the day. Verse for the day is Romans fifteen thirteen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. That's going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LT and Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, specifically with LTN Radio, then please visit lovethynerd.com slash partner, and you can find LTN Radio in the drop-down menu. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax-deductible. Make sure you're following us on all the socials at at the back row LTN, at LTN on air, and at Love Thy Nerd. To get more involved with the show and our other projects, and to continue the conversation, you can join our Discord at backrowdiscord.com. You can also find us hanging out at Love Thy Nerd Community Facebook group and 
at lovethynerd.com slash discord. Lastly, remember that we are first exclusively on LTN Radio, ltnonair.com, every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, find the Back Row Morning Show podcast version on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. All of that helps us out immensely. We'll be back tomorrow morning with a Back Row Rewind. And Mo, final thought. <laughs> I got that main character energy, y'all. <laughs> Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise that it's true. Jesus, Jesus loves, loves you, nerd. nerd.